I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, y'all. I'm Joy Marie. I'm Courtney. And this is another mini-sode of Job Blogs. Welcome back. Welcome. So today I want to talk to you guys about something that um, someone actually in the Blavity Creative Society pinged me about. Okay. Um, and we were chatting. I can't remember the context of the overall dialogue, but when she DM'd me, it was really around like ways to become more strategic at work. Hmm. And I've been thinking about this a lot because since I've gone from sort of analyst level to a managerial position mm-hmm. and I think about my next steps... It's really about elevating from that everyday, like, tactical work. I think a lot of us started our careers at the entry level, likely. So as maybe a coordinator, administrative assistant, an analyst, someone who's really responsible for day-to-day deliverables Mm -hmm. and for supporting a larger team. But as you get more senior in your career, you want to start to think about how can I be more thoughtful? How can I be more strategic? How can I take a look at, like, the bigger picture and the overall landscape versus whatever that daily thing or daily routine is that I was doing at work? So I found a really great book by Michael Watkins, who um, authored The First 90 Days Critical Success Strategies for New Leaders at All Levels. Okay. And it talks about how managers become leaders. And there's a Harvard Business Review article as well. And he proposes what he calls the seven seismic shifts. Mm -hmm. So ways to basically go from one, being a specialist in one area to a generalist, an analyst to an integrator, a tactician to a strategist, a bricklayer to an architect, a problem solver to an agenda setter, a Mm -hmm. warrior to a diplomat, (laughs) stick with me, and a supporting cast member to really a lead role. Okay, so the glow up. Yeah, basically, (laughs) basically. And I'm not going to go through every single one. You guys do your Googles, look up the book, look up the Harvard Business Review article. But there were a few that really stood out to me. One is like specialist to generalist. So mm-hmm. it's really about shifting your focus from the everyday things you're working on to a broader kind of role and view that supports the whole team. So I'll give you an example. Like I remember a couple months ago, I was in a meeting with my director and we and the agency that was supporting us was there as well. And we were talking about basically planning an event. Okay. And the agency came up with these like really great ideas and was just like throwing things out there that were really pie in the sky. And I was like, well, what about like our compliance timelines or like what about getting like legal approval? And my director pretty much said to me, she was like, let's like go with the ideas first, flush them out, and then worry about the tactics later. Mm. And that really was a turning point to me in terms of how I interact in meetings. Because 
a lot of times when you're in the day-to-day and you know like all of the work it takes, it takes to make to something there, happen, yeah. you tend to get stuck in a mindset of like, oh, well, we actually can't do that. That's not realistic. Right. Whereas a lot of leaders and managers, they're thinking higher level, higher picture. Like, how can this get us? And it will get done. Exactly. <laughs> and, right. and when you have the support of leadership, like you can find ways to make it happen. Yeah. So it's really this inherent shift from like looking at the day-to-day things to stepping back and looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. Um, The other one I really loved was tactician to strategist, again. So from being the one who executes to really being the one who comes up with, like, the frameworks and the processes Mm -hmm. you use to execute. So I think, personally, that that requires asking a lot of questions. So, like, instead of focusing on the solution, focus on a series of questions leading up to the solution. Like, who's our audience? Where do they play? Has this been done before? Who are the people I need to like partner with to get this project done? And I think the more, I think in general as a rule of thumb in work, the more you start asking questions, Mm -hmm. the more you kind of flesh out and think out different approaches to addressing the very same problem or the very same solution. And so I think being strategic is definitely about asking a ton of questions to help you to get to a series of many conclusions versus like having a one conclusion approach to tackling the work. Yeah, and I think like, Questions are, I guess, how would I put this? Questions are the opposite of assumptions. Because mm. I feel like when you're in the weeds of it, you just assume that, like, this is how it's gone, mm. this is how it will go. And mm. being able to step out of that, kind of that autopilot that you're right. on. Right. Yeah. And I that's think when you can really that's make a some good changes. Point. Yeah, that's really what it's about is, like, stepping out of that routine mm-hmm. to think a little bit outside the box. Um, and so, you know, the articles in the book goes goes on to talk about, like, how do tactically strong leaders learn to develop a strategic mindset? Um, and he proposes three sort of areas. One is level shifting, and that's the ability to move fluidly between levels. So the ability to relate to the analysts and the coordinators who are doing the day-to-day, but then also shift up and think about how your CEO is thinking Mm -hmm. about a project, how, you know, the president of the business, or even, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, how your your clients are thinking about the project at a more strategic level. So it's the ability to really play between all the spaces. You never want to get so strategic that you completely disregard, like, this is actually going to take three months to do, and these are the 10 steps. Like, you never want to be that guy either. Um, And then the second is pattern recognition. And I think this is something that's often overlooked. But if you have gone to business school, this is a lot of what is taught is just the ability to develop different to see one, the patterns that Mm -hmm. exist in work streams and develop like models and frameworks to address it. So um, to break that down a bit more. You know, if if you guys have done a series of I'll use events as an example, you start to see like in my case, you start to see the pattern around the model of events, the steps we need to take to activate an event, the partners we need to engage, the vendors we need to work with. Mm -hmm. So once you see those patterns, you can really start to plug and play and step away from that. And in order to break something, you have to know how it works. right? So pattern recognition, I think, is extremely important in that regard. And then the last thing he talks about is mental stimulation, which is the ability to proactively anticipate how Mm. other people are going to receive your work so whether that's media competitors the ability to really step outside that day-to-day and say like 
here's what I forecast will happen or looking at these trends here's or based on, you know, how we've done the last 20 times we've done this. Here's what I think we're going to move into. And here's the direction I, I see ourselves going in. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that to say, you know, strategic thinkers aren't necessarily born or made. I think there's a combination of nature and nurture. Yeah, It's definitely a skill set you can learn. And if you want to start to shine and come across as like, you know, more thoughtful um, and strategic in your workplace, definitely try these out and let me know. Yeah, How that works. I think it's like you have to make that effort mm-hmm. to do it because I know even with me, like I work at a nonprofit and I'm sure like if you work at a startup or a small business the same way, it's that like I have the strategic responsibility, but I also have this execution mm-hmm. responsibility. So you get so caught up in the grind of mm-hmm. just producing mm-hmm. that you not even forget. It's just like you feel like you don't have that time yeah, the time. To recalibrate and like think about things more high level yeah so like i think it's really taking advantage of like if i feel like every business like ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. like you may be slower in the holidays Mm -hmm. or the summer or whatever and taking that time to say okay let me step back out of this Mm -hmm. and really think about things and take a look yeah that's a good point definitely and i think like offsites can help with Mm -hmm. that brainstorms can help with that like taking a step back or putting a break in your routine to say, let's try something a little bit different to get in a different space to think about this can help as well. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.